Hi, it has been so exciting seeing the registrations coming in for our Revive Lifestyle Medicine Safari Retreat in Africa happening this January 2025. If this has been on your bucket list or if you have already gone and you cannot wait to go back, now is the time to save your spot. We'll be having incredible wildlife viewing excursions, including primate trekking, seeing elephants, rhinos, giraffes, lions, and more. Cultural experiences with local guides, healthful food in beautiful accommodations, participating in a service project, and sharing expertly guided lifestyle medicine activities, including nutrition, physical activity, stress relief, sleep, connection, nature, and more. How can you find out more about it? Well, go to the website, stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat. That's stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat, where you can learn more about our incredible itinerary and save your spot. CME is included for healthcare professionals. Any questions, reach out, and I cannot wait to share this incredibly transformative experience with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Stress-Free ND Podcast, where you learn how to be stress-free from the inside out, elevate your calm, and live your best, healthiest life. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Tiger, your self-care doctor. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stress-Free MD Podcast. I am so happy that you're joining me today for another wonderful episode. Today, I want to recognize the stress that is caused by heartbreak and how to ease it. I remember reading an article by one of my very insightful physician colleagues, Dr. Jill Cruz. While presenting at a medical conference, she asked this simple question, what organ does the heart supply blood to first? What organ does the heart supply blood to first? As a physician myself, I immediately started thinking about all of the organs that the heart sends blood to through the aorta, the large main artery exiting the heart. As a radiologist, well, It's my job to have an in-depth understanding of human anatomy and, truth be told, just like many other physicians at that conference, well, I still guessed wrong. What would your answer be? Well, you see, the heart actually feeds itself first. The heart actually feeds itself first. The very first blood vessel that branches from the aorta are the coronary arteries, the arteries that feed the heart itself with oxygenated blood. So, the heart isn't a selfish organ, as it takes care of itself first. When you're feeling heartbroken from a relationship that has ended, or a more recent term I've learned that actually feels more neutral and it feels really good, the word completed, whether that be a completed relationship in your personal life or your professional life, your brain may be offering you lots and lots of unhealthy words, such as 
I must have done something wrong. This is all my fault. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I say that? I'm a loser. I'm undeserving. I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough. I will never find love again. I'll never get a good job again. I'm unlovable. Why me? And so on. And this causes an incredible amount of stress. You have two choices. Sit on the couch and do nothing or to take control of your thoughts, feelings, and actions so that you can ease the stress and move forward in your life. So here are the seven things you can do to ease the stress. Number one, feel the feels. Allow yourself to feel all the feels. It's important not to push your feelings and emotions away. This dis-ease will just sit in your body and cause issues in your tissues emerging in different forms of illness, symptoms, and disease. Invite them in. Allow them all in. Notice what's present. Grief can show up in many ways, including anger, frustration, and sadness. Know that emotions actually only last 90 seconds. (laughs) Research shows that emotions actually only last 90 seconds. Really. Think about little kids. Little kids fall down, they cry for a few seconds, and they get up. And they just keep doing what they were doing as if nothing happened. (laughs) You've seen it, right? That's because they don't start thinking about their fall. It's our adult thoughts about the emotions that let them linger, right? It's our thought about the emotions, about the incident that lets it linger. So emotions actually only last 90 seconds. We keep them alive with our thoughts. But it can be hard to change your thoughts until you've really allowed yourself to feel the feels first. So give yourself some grace, give yourself some time, and just feel. Number two, keep moving. Your body was made to move, lying in bed, lying on the couch, scrolling through social media, clicking through Netflix. All this will only make you feel worse. Being sedentary will just allow you to stay stuck. Research shows that exercise reduces the feelings of anxiety and depression. So get your body moving in whatever way you enjoy. And know that it doesn't have to be anything incredibly structured. It could be as simple as taking a walk outside. Number three, watch what you put in your mouth. When you're feeling stressed, your brain tells you that you need emergency energy because it doesn't know the difference between a real emergency and stressful thoughts. So you crave immediate energy sources, such as unhealthy sugars, fats, and carbs. You want candy bars, cookies, cake, ice cream. You don't reach for that piece of celery, right? (laughs) No. So the thing is, certain foods have been associated with increased rates of anxiety and depression, and those include fast food, processed food, fried food, refined food, saturated fats, and sugary products. Conversely, a plant-centered diet consisting of mostly whole grains, vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, and small allowances for things like fish and olive oil have been shown to decrease anxiety and depression and improve emotional well-being. So I'm not saying that you have to completely cut out everything, but can you invite yourself to eat healthier, 
to decrease your anxiety and depression and all the feels that you're feeling with respect to the stress that the heartache is causing. You know, can you eat more healthier foods and less unhealthy foods to improve your overall mood? In addition, drinking alcohol can enhance the feelings of sadness and depression. So, well, just watch your alcohol intake. Again, I'm not going to tell you can't drink, but know that alcohol in itself is a drug. And so it can enhance the bad feelings that you're already having. Number four, surround yourself with those who support you. Research has shown the association of having a supportive, caring community with overall well-being. Don't go through this alone. Make intentional plans to be with those in your circle who know you and care for you and lift you up. Feel their energy and share with them how you're feeling. Don't keep it all inside. Let them know you need them. The sense of community is bi-directional. Know that. People are nourished by receiving love and friendship as well as giving it to others. So don't deny others the benefit of helping you. (laughs) It's part of it. And it doesn't always have to be in person, although in person is wonderful, but picking up the phone and talking to someone, maybe Zooming with them, texting, just don't do this alone. Number five, get enough sleep. Staying up late, doing whatever you're doing instead of sleeping is only going to make you feel worse. Know that lack of sleep causes anxiety and anxiety causes lack of sleep. It's really a vicious cycle. Episodes 36 and 47 are dedicated to helping you sleep and fall back asleep. So if you want to, and you've listened already, go back and listen again. If you haven't listened yet, go back and listen. They are dedicated to helping you get the best sleep, the most nourishing sleep you can. Number six, write it down. Get all those words your brain is telling you out. Write them down. Writing can be incredibly cathartic. And read them to yourself or share them with others, others who care about you if you'd like. Now, there's something else you can do if you want when you're done. Crumble them up tear them into pieces, throw them out, stomp on them, or even burn them. (laughs) Yes. Truth be told, I've actually done this and it feels amazing. All right. Number seven, decrease your stress response. This is last on the list, but not because it's less important, but because it's actually the umbrella under which all of the other ways to feel better from heartache live. When you are stressed, you are more likely to ignore your feelings, push them away, not exercise, eat poorly, drink too much alcohol, stay isolated, and exhaust yourself with lack of sleep. So, how do you decrease your stress response? By quick and effective stress relief tools. I have shared several with you in prior podcast episodes, and if you've listened, go back and listen again if you'd like. In addition, I've made it super easy for you as I've created four free, short stress relief videos. They're each about five minutes each and they're right on my website for you to get. On the homepage of the stressfreemd.net website, it says, feel calm now. So go there, (laughs) sign up to receive your videos and I will send them directly to your inbox. 
people have been loving them. (laughs) So good. And you will too. So go get them. So this is what I want you to do. When you're feeling stress from heartache, remember that in order to feel better and to move forward, you need to take care of something amazing. And that something amazing is you. You will feel better. This will pass. And you will have new, wonderful beginnings again. Yes, you will. Just like the heart, remember, you need to feed yourself first. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with another or others so that they can learn from this episode as well. Thank you so much for listening and taking time to care for amazing you. Remember to be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of the Stress-Free MD Podcast. Hi, I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, learning short, actionable tools to relieve the stress in your life. And I've got some amazing news for you. I've created some short videos for you where you can learn stress-relieving tools by video format as well. Me teaching you on videos. They're totally free. They're very short. They're about five minutes in length each because I know how busy you are. And all you have to do is go to my website, www.stressfreemd.net. And on the homepage, it says feel calm now. And then you can click the link to get your free videos and I'll send them directly to your inbox and your email. And you can share this website with your friends, your family, your colleagues, so they can feel calm too. (laughs) So go get your videos. What are you waiting for?